you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons limited series. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Welcome to We Are Survivors, a podcast about The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part 2. I am Jarrett, but you can call me Ja, and I'm here with my friend Bobby Schistler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, hey. Yeah, and in this episode, we are going to talk about the Seraphites, or as you may know them as the Scars. We're going to catch up with Nora in the hospital, and we have another flashback with Ellie and Joel. Before we do that, let's recap what we talked about last episode, where we did the first half of Seattle day two. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) First half of Seattle day two, uh, where Dina fixed the radio and figured out the radio chatter. Uh, It sounded like Joel, sorry, Joel, sorry. It sounded like Tommy was in Hillcrest, but it turns out that it was Jesse. So you bring Jesse back to the theater. And then it was a two-year flashback with Ellie and Joel and at this point, we're still trying to figure out what happened between Ellie and Joel to kind of cool off their relationship in the present. And uh, I think by the end of this episode, we will figure it out. So, like I said, in this episode, we're going to complete Seattle day two. All right. So we pick up back at the theater. This is after the flashback of Joel and Ellie. They had just kind of gotten into an argument again about the Firefly base. and. You know, Ellie's like, why would you take me out of the Firefly base? They might have been able to figure something out. And Joel's like, there is no cure. Like, he was definitely like saying, hey, there's no cure. No. <laughs> you know, he, 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 that's that's what he tells her. So, yeah, I mean, we're back at the theater. And Ellie is stitching herself up. You know, she, she went out, found Jesse. They got into a big scrape. And while she's stitching herself up, Dina helps. and. You know, Dina never told Jesse about the baby. And Ellie's like, why didn't you tell him? She's like, it's just not the right time. I agree. It's not a great time. Like, this is not the time to talk about the baby. Like, talk about the baby when you get back. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, Dina says she found Nora. Nora is at a hospital. And, you know, he pointed out on the map. And, you know, Ellie goes to find her. And Dina's kind of like, well, why don't you just wait for Jesse? You know, wait, wait for Jesse to wake up because he's he's resting. You know, he had a rough day too, <laughs> and Dally uh, was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not gonna wait." You know, she could be gone by the time we get there. I think it's valid points. It's not just her rushing into it. You know, because yep. you don't know this is none of these people are gonna stay in that place, right? You got to catch them by surprise. So I think Ellie was right. You know, I don't have any problem with what she did, but. You know, you're making your way through the. You know, you're trying to make, get to the hospital. You leave the theater. And now you're making your way through the through the city. I think you have to stay on Route Five. It was that's what that's what you you try to stick on Route yeah. Five. They said. And something to point out is it's starting. You know, it's dusk. Like, you know, it's going to be night soon. That is very important. I, I was that that is very important. Like it's you know the first half of Seattle day two. It's everything's kind of bright, uh, but this one you know things are getting dark and. Nighttime is not a great place. It's not a, in this world. It's not a great t- uh, time to be out at nighttime. Scary, <laughs> spooky. Yeah. So uh, you know, you're going through the city. 
and this is one of the, I really like exploring in this game because going through the city and going through different areas where it's quiet is when you kind of find out more about the world and you in one building you find a letter from a woman that's waiting for her husband to get back uh, he went for supplies because she wasn't feeling well apparently she got like, really sick but she got nervous looking for and went looking for him but before she got far she got actually spot, spotted by some scars she said some guys in some hoods saw me they called me a center and started shooting at me so she went back to the building that she was at and the, she's unsure if they left she says all she can hear is rain but we don't really know her fate i don't think there was a body i don't think there was a body in that uh office do you remember bob the the one with the the one with the cool what's it Puzzle called that you like yeah yeah um i don't recall there being a body in there. i can't remember if there was or not yeah i don't yeah, i don't uh, think yeah, so yeah, i don't know with there not being a body in there i don't think it's too i think it might be a little safe to assume that the scars got to her and took her because maybe. if she yeah i mean maybe she got away she possibly she got away but i don't you know i don't think she did now later on we're jumping ahead a little bit here later on you actually find a letter from her husband you find the guy who you find but the body of the guy who went to go get the medications for her he also ran into scars and they shot him and he bled out so he's definitely dead the guy who went to go get the medicine her we're not so sure but in this world i'm just gonna be like yeah she died <laughs> you know that, that's kind she of tried to, around here. she tried to go out but what's weird is the door is locked you know but she could add a key the, you know the door is locked but the window's busted true so the scars might might have gotten up to her that's uh, that we'll, we'll see uh, also in this area do you find an apartment with condos or apartment well, uh, you find an apartment with condos. sorry a building with either condos or apartments this is the this is the area that had the uh safe that you had to guess the the uh, the combination was an anniversary. Okay. So you had to look at the calendar, and then you also had to subtract thirty because they got married thirty years ago. Yep, so yep, you're right. You all, you you also had to find a document that said they got married thirty years ago, like because the calendar had the special day. The document had the, uh, I guess the, the had the amount of years they were married. So, but in this building, something unique happens and i'm a little upset this does not happen more often in the game and in this place if you go to the there's a workbench in one of the apartments or condos like i said i don't know what they are uh if you go to the workbench you actually get attacked while you're on the workbench yeah which i thought was cool well they were locked doors too i found before that i was like oh there's probably a way to get in someplace else you know like i've done before yeah, I went to the workbench and then boom. I was like, what? Yeah, like you get on the workbench and like you hear footsteps and somebody like grabs you and they're like, I'm not going back. They said they're not going back. And so obviously they they don't know who you are. They think you're somebody that you're not. Uh, also, somebody, said, somebody else said that Isaac can go to hell. And if you remember, Isaac is the leader of the WLF. So you kill them because they're trying to kill you. That's what happens. You do find a letter where you, you see that... Uh, they're a group of deserters. Apparently, another group of deserters tried to, de- to tried to desert before, and they were killed. So these people left. They're hiding out from Isaac. They're trying to get away. They're trying to go south. So apparently, there's something south that they're looking for. I don't think it's Jackson. Maybe it was Jackson that they're looking for. 
but it's a ways away. Yeah, it's a ways away. So not exactly south. south. Yeah, well, Jackson is south from where they are because even the the group that killed Joel said they traveled south. But would it be? Uh, I just don't know. To get to yeah, Jackson, it's still south. Yeah, I so. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I don't know if it, if it's Jackson or if it's somewhere where else because there's a very specific reason why those people went to Jackson. Well, like I said, we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, they they're trying to hide from WLF. They thought you were WLF, and they ended up dying because of it. So yeah. Um, but once you get through that, then you, you I think you're kind of back on the main path of where you're supposed to go. And you actually end up going through the Seattle Convention Center. Oh, also, and somebody wanted to mention sure. about that part. Um, okay. I, I thought it was kind of neat. I went into the building through the top, getting on top of the truck, getting on top of the thing. But then Me too. once I made it all the way down to the bottom, I realized I could have made it in the bottom also. Like I could have yes. entered the building from either way, which there I are multiple was cool. ways to get in. Yeah. yeah, there are multiple ways to get into that building, which was cool. If you go in through the bottom, though, I don't. I wonder what happens because you, if you go through the bottom, and let's say you're in the basement, if you open that door from the basement, it triggers a trap. Yeah, where somebody can hear you. So I don't know if I would have done that. Would that have caused somebody to attack me right there or not? Yeah, the same because when I when I opened the door, I was like, "Well, interesting. The traps right here. There's no one around." I thought maybe I was going to run into someone else, you know, but I didn't because I had already done that encounter upstairs prior. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's it, it was interesting. There were there's a, in this game there are so many different ways to do a lot of different things. So I'm not surprised. Just a painstaking detail they went into when making this game but now you're in the boston the boston convention center the seattle convention center and you know you're in there and i think at one point there's like a bathroom or something you can go into and there's supplies in the bathroom so it's kind of like you know uh one of those traps like with the foods here it's like a, like a little mouse trap <laughs> you know so you, you go to the supply and then you get the supply and you turn around and you see like somebody like run past the door. And obviously, like it's not a regular runner, because a regular runner wouldn't run past you. A regular runner would well, one, a regular runner would actually run at you, but two, it wasn't running on two legs. It was like running on all fours, essentially. And oh yeah, that's a good point. It's, yeah, it's just showing you that something is on the way. But basically, this is where you get a proper introduction to stalkers the, the the stage two infected we've talked about them before you fought one earlier in the day boris the guy with the bow and arrow or the infected with the bow and arrow not much of a guy anymore <laughs> especially when i shot his head off <laughs> um but basically the way these guys work is they don't hit you head on usually because even when ellie drops down into the area that they're in first of all it's super dark and she drops down, her lights on them, they know that you're there, and they spread out when they find you, when they see that you're there. So, these guys, you can barely see them when using listen, if you can see them at all. You might not be able to see them all, because they don't really move, they look for you, they look to try to ambush you when you come around a corner or, or something like that. 
The good thing about the stalkers, I will say, is that you can also ambush them. You can sneak around them and get them. That's how, like, that's how I ended up clearing this part. Uh, just trying to see, use the listen as you know the best I could to try to suss out where they were. And also, since they don't move, if you throw like a molly into an area they are, they're gonna burn and die essentially because like they're yep. not very they're not very mobile. They're mobile one if they ambush you, like you move past them or something like that, or two if you like make a bunch of noise, they might come at you. They might come for you, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, I ended up doing a few different things here, but I was able to sneak up behind a couple. Uh, towards the end, I did use the molly, and then a bunch of them attacked me at once, and I just, I just basically meleeed. Like there was a lot of encounters where I just meleeed because, like, I was trying to save supplies. I didn't know if I would need it for an upcoming spot, but like the dodge mechanic. It just works really like it's i mean it's really works well it's forgiving too like there's right. a big window that you could hit that dodge button that's not in a lot of other games right i'm pretty sure the the like if you put it on the highest difficulty that window is even smaller yeah so. probably now the thing about the stalkers i will say if there's only stalkers in the area and i believe this is the only place where there's only stalkers if there's only stalkers in the area in my opinion, they're actually pretty easy to deal with as long as you take it slow. In the areas where there's m- multiple enemy types, the stalkers, in my opinion, become way more dangerous. Yeah. And that's because your attention is focused on somebody else, and then a stalker will come out of nowhere and ambush you. You know, And they, if they hit you, they do a, g- a good chunk of damage. Yep. And they do a good chunk of damage if they damage you. I don't remember the first time it happens, but there are also stalkers that are just suction cupped to the walls you know and when you walk close to the wall they come out of the walls it looks like you know that growth of crap you know that's in like a lot of places with a lot of spores but like they'll just come out of that you're like ah yeah i mean those are um that's a bit later in the game but i do remember what you're talking about but yeah, so the the first area like i said has all stalkers the second area that you find stalkers which is like almost immediately after like you get a little bit of a reprieve but you go into the area and now it's like stalkers and clickers and i think the thing that makes this area worse is that the stalkers are all in this one back room and they're just waiting for you they're waiting for you to come in there and there's also clickers back there too so i'm like well fucking i'm not going back there <laughs> you know uh this is actually the first place where i decided to use traps so what i ended up doing in this situation was that there's a couple of different air ways to get back into that back room. I put traps at each of the rooms, right? In each of the areas. I uh, killed the clicker because I didn't want the clicker to kill, to, 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 you know, do the trap. But I did it loud, right? Like I shot the clicker. And it caused the other infected to try to come out. And it killed like three or four of them. And then I, I went back there. I think I, I took out the last one or two of them. Yeah, I did that for a few different encounters. Like just kind of hold up in one spot and put a mine at entry points where they could get to me physically and then try and shoot them before they got to the mine. Like lots of times I got to pick my, my mines back up, but I did a few encounters like that. Did a lot of encounters like that later on in the game, but we'll talk about that later. Right. So 
right after you get done with this, you know, you, uh, well, actually, I, I it was a nice touch. As you're walking through that last area, you know, that back area that I uh, cleared out, as you're walking, you can hear that they're infected above you. Can't see them, but you can hear them. So as soon as you go to open the door, it starts making noise. The infected start jumping down. It does that thing where they you get out right before they get you. And then when you go through the door, there's another uh, stalker, and they push you through a window down into a river, and you end up f- getting flushed into a sewer. Actually, this is the first area where I think there was a stalker pasted to a wall, like you said, because there's one, and this is optional too. There's one area of the sewer where when you go to it, you see that there's like an, an infected in the wall, but like throughout the rest of the game, they've just been dormant, right? But this one actually pops out of the wall if you get to, if you go into that area. But you come out of there, come out of the sewers uh, through like a, basically a subway station, and now you're in a park. And as you're going through the park, uh, you hear like a whistle. And as soon as I heard that whistle, I stopped everything. I was like, okay. Somebody's obviously here. There's a person here. And the first thing I thought of was like, okay, it's the Scars. It's the Seraphites. Well, actually, you don't know they're called Seraphites yet. But I uh, will get it to that. But it's the Scars. Um, it, yeah, it freaked me out. The whistle reminded me of, what's that? God, what's that movie? I know one of the lies, but I don't want to say it because it's kind of a real gross part. But uh, where the guys go down the river, they run into bunch of river people and they the river people stalk them what is that called is it a horror movie or yeah something? yeah the line i'm thinking of is squeal squeal oh deliverance deliverance yeah it reminded me of that oh, okay. like i was like instantly scared like the hairs on my arms like popped up and i was like oh my god what are these guys <laughs> All right, yeah, no, like I, I heard the whistle. I stopped everything, but I kept kind of going. And then, as you're making your way through, out of nowhere, you hear a whistle, and boom, you get hit by an arrow. And this is your, like they do this because they have they teach you pretty much immediately that if you get hit with an arrow, you have to manually pull it out. Which I thought was cool. Your, yeah, I mean that's fine. You have to pull it out, and or else you're gonna you're gonna bleed out. But this is your first encounter with scars because when you get back up, you see the scars making their way through the park. So this whole situation is like really cool. One, it's like getting dark, and the scars have torches. So that's how the area is lit. It's lit with their tor- with, with the torches they're carrying as they're moving around. the The foliage is super thick, and basically this entire fight relies on you using the foliage to your advantage. I think there's like six or seven scars in the area. And I mean, you can try to fight them like flat out because they're using, well, they do use some guns, but for the most part, they're using arrows. But the one thing that did bother me, and it's, I mean, it just uses video game bow logic. I, I hate video game bow logic that a arrow is more powerful than a bullet, right? So when you get hit by an arrow, one arrow, uh, you it will stagger you, and it will stagger you hard. Like, you get hit by the arrow, it takes you down. Versus the rest of the game, you can get shot by a bullet and maybe stagger a little bit, but for the, for the most part, you're still in the fight. But that was, that was like, that's the most annoying thing about fighting the Scars. Because if they shoot you with an arrow, you're going you're gonna to go down. You're going to, like, basically get staggered and then go down. Which, while you're staggered, you're getting shot by more arrows. So... Getting getting hit with one arrow 
can usually lead to your death. Yeah, and you have to get that arrow out quick, or you're taking damage over time until the air until the arrow is taken out. It takes you know takes about the same amount of time as it takes to make like a health back, maybe maybe a little right. bit faster, maybe a little bit faster. But besides that, it was still a cool fight. Like with the with the dark, you're in the dark with the green foliage. They're holding the torches and stuff like that. As they're looking for you. They're doing these whistles as they move around, and the the whistles mean different things, and you can kind of pick up what they mean. You know, there's a specific whistle where if one sees you, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to attack you. They will like if they if you're right next to them, they'll attack you. But if they know where you are, they'll do a specific whistle and try to draw others to that location. There's also a whistle. And this, these are just the ones that I picked up on. There's also a whistle if they find a dead body. Uh, there's also a whistle if they clear an area. So they do a specific whistle. They think that area is clear. They may move to a different area. It, interesting. Like, I just remember the whistles freaking me out big time. But I didn't really, I guess I didn't notice that there were different ones. Like, I noticed there were two different ones. Like, the I've spotted someone whistle, and then I found someone dead whistle. And I mean, yeah. It's like it 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 made them harder for me in my in my opinion. But this is still a fight where they're not really going in twos, so it wasn't that hard. Right? Yeah. So yeah, they they, they definitely like I, it's easy to pick up on the different whistles. Uh, but uh, you you know I think you clear this area with the park, and you see that you're close to the hospital, so you keep moving forward there's another area with scars that you have to make your way through actually when you get to this area you see how scars handle their victims like they basically hang them and eviscerate them and you see them do do this to one of the wlf and they call this freeing people you know yeah uh, like they say like it's creepy you know all the religious shit is creepy it's like it's super he's, creepy. now he is free. they're like now he is free and they chant yeah now he's free i'm like ah shit <laughs> Ugh, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. yeah so yeah you do get to see them do that that's what they were gonna that's basically you found the result of that at the tv station where all those people were eviscerated like that yep leah leah she got off easy she just had a bunch of arrows in her chest <laughs> you know <laughs> she got off easy she didn't get hung and like it, it eviscerated so you, you're making your way through this area. You do find some of the bigger, like they're like a, there's like a, a large type of scar enemy you can fight where you got to shoot them. Like with Ellie, the melee is just not powerful enough. You got to shoot the fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you know? can melee them. Um, whatever It'll they take were you forever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I would often melee them when they were the last person in the encounter, but they always had those big, like, the big melee weapons, and I love like the hammer or the axe. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't have a lot of uh, a lot of hits. They only would have three, you know, three hits before they broke. But I would yeah. upgrade it, and it'd give them four hits. But they were a one shot kill on like so many things. They just boom, one shot. And I don't think people could block it or dodge it either. But I'm not sure about that. No, it was ha like having an upgraded melee weapon. That's what it was like. Because with the upgraded melee weapons, when you use that skill, it's always a one hit. You know, whether you put the scissors on 
you know, a sticker or a bat or something like that, it's always a one hit. Yeah, that was one of the first things that I got. Like, I really always liked having melee uh, melee weapons. There's a part of the game where they take away my, I just worked up a melee weapon. It was way late in the game and they took it away. I was so mad. It was the first <laughs> time I had got that weapon type. It was like right. a sickle. It was, I was so mad. Hmm. So uh, once you get through that area with the scars, you, I think that's the last you hear them for uh, a little bit. And you move into an area where there's WLF. And it's flooded. It's close to the hospital. The area by the hospital is flooded because they're using boats to get around. And while they're trying to get around, you hear that they're looking for a woman. And at first I thought it was Ellie, but like, but the way they're talking about the woman is that, you know, it's clearly not Ellie. It was somebody that was there before. Like it's like, how'd she get out? You know? So somebody was there and they are not there anymore. They're they're looking for them. But you I, actually end up I didn't even pick up on that part. I just thought they were talking about me interesting no now that i'm not talking about thinking about sort of the end of the game i know exactly what they're okay interesting yeah i didn't pick up on that the first time around then yeah so you end up infiltrating the area by finding a flooded passage and you sneak up on somebody that's actually playing hotline miami on the the psv i think they showed this part at some conference of theirs um or maybe the 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 the, re- the gameplay reveal they might have showed this part. She looked like but the, the girl. She looked like an actress I know, like from the new Star Wars movies, the last one and the one before. She was the girl, well, the, the Rose character. That's definitely not her, but yeah. Oh, but she just looked like the girl that catches Finn trying to leave in that second one. What's the episode eight? uh right yeah i know the asian girl yes i know what you're talking about well either way she like you know ellie interrogates her she's trying to find Nora's location and she tells her but and she could have lived she could have lived but she goes to try to kill ellie right after that so ellie has to kill her um but yeah now you're in the hospital or you're outside the hospital and Nora is on the second floor so basically you just got to make your way through the either shooting the guards which i I didn't do. It. I just snuck past everybody. Uh, so you can either sneak through the guard, sneak through the guards, or kill other guards. Actually, I, actually, I got to be honest with you. It's a very easy to sneak past the guards. I actually had to sneak past the guards twice because I went into the building. I went left. I should have gone right, and I ended up doing a full circle all the way back to where I was. And I noticed that the door that I needed was on the right yep. to get upstairs. That was actually I did actually get everybody, but. It was a long encounter to get everybody. Like, right, I yeah. spent a lot of time waiting. A lot of time, there was this truck that I could just run to and reset every time. I'd get in the truck right. bed, and I'd like <laughs> drop a mine right as I ran back to the truck, and it like I killed a couple of them that way. And then, yeah, it was a very long encounter for me. Most of it stealth, right. but some of it uh, gun uh, gunplay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as you as you you get upstairs, and I think you find some vents to crawl through. And as you're crawling through the vents, well, actually, there was one thing I missed. When you first get there, they start talking. There are two people talking about how everybody's getting pulled back from the go pulled back to the FOB or the forward operating base, and they're just at the hospital to get supplies and pull it back to the FOB. And as you're on the second floor, you're going through the vents. You actually find Nora. 
and she's talking to somebody about Abby and you know basically Abby was in a cell so she was captured by the WLF for some reason and you don't know why yet but you come down and you actually catch up with Nora don't scream put that shit down You remember me? Yeah. You remember me. What do you want? Abby was here earlier. Where'd she go? I don't know. You shoot me. The sound will have every soldier come running. You'll still be dead. Tell me where she went and I'll think about letting you go could have killed you. Maybe you should have. Or maybe you should have stayed the fuck out of Jackson. Where's Abby? You still hear his screams? What? I hear them every night. Yeah. Yeah, that little bitch got what he deserved. So Ellie's talking to to Nora. She's trying to get tell she's trying to get Nora to tell her where Abby is. Nora really isn't giving up Abby. And then she says, "Do you hear Joel scream when at night?" And you know, she goes from that and says, "Yeah, he deserved what he got." Essentially, like she was goading Ellie to try to get her to make a mess up, which she does because Dude, she says like do you still hear his screams? And you think like she feels bad, you know, for it. And then, she, and then she goes, "Yeah, that little bitch got what he deserved." And I was like, "Oh, fuck you!" I, fuck, yeah. I was, I was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." Yep, yep. That's. I mean, that's. Uh, she. I mean, she did it on purpose because, like I said, she was trying to goad Ellie into. Um, you know, making a messed up, what she does because she's able to get the jump on Ellie and at least, or at least get away from Ellie, I should say. And there's a chase. So you go through this chase scene where now, I mean, everybody knows you're there because Nora's like, hey, there's an intruder here. Or it's the intruder. She calls you a um, trespasser, trespasser here. That's what they call people uh, when you're not one of their groups. Just like the hunters would call called anybody who wasn't a hunter a tourist. That's what they called them, uh, you know, back yep. in the first game. So, you know, you're chasing her. She's trying to get her people to kill you. They can't do it because apparently they can't shoot for shit, <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, and you're chasing her. It's a really cool, like, the, all the chase stuff was really neat. Yeah, it was. But you actually do end up cornering her. Like, she goes through a door, but there's, like, a hole in the floor. And she doesn't want to, she's, like, looking at it. And she's like, okay, wait, hold on a second. And so you grab her and you're holding her hostage. And the WLF catch up with you. And she doesn't want to go down to wherever it is in the basement. And you jump in the basement, you know, anyway, because it's really the only way you can get away from the WLF. Yep. And when you get down there, uh, there's spores in the basement. So clearly that's why she did not want to go down there. So spores in the basement, you don't have masks on. For Ellie, it doesn't make a difference. For her, it does. So she immediately starts coughing, but she's able to get away. And you go to chase her. But the WLF come down there with masks on, so now you got to clear them out and the infected. And I mean, this is another area where they're infected, 
and WLF. So you know what I do. I just I just make I just light up the infected and make them fight each other. And whoever wins, I'll I'll kill after that. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's a really fun thing to do. Like I mean, you just get to watch it. I mean, it's really fun. Yeah, absolutely. So once you clear that out, you do find Nora, and she is not doing well. <laughs> Where's Abby? You're breathing spores. You're her. You firefly? There are no fireflies anymore. Where's Abby? I'm fucking dead anyway. Why would I tell you anything? <coughs> because I can make it quick. Or I can make it so much worse. Think about what he did. How many people are dead because of him? chance I'm not giving up my friend yeah she's dying and she's like coughing you can see like her veins and stuff turning black and uh you know because actually i think it only takes like one spore for you to turn right because that's 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 what happened to somebody in in left behind well it didn't really happen to them in left behind like somebody they, they, that chopper that's in left behind the one that crashed the story is that somebody was infected but nobody knew it so it had to be a spore like the person didn't have a bite mark the person was not um, exhibiting any symptoms, so it had to be like one spore. She's been breathing in nothing but spores, so like her eyes are like turning black, her like fucking like veins are turning black. She is not doing well, so she's dying. But she can see that Ellie, she can see that Ellie is breathing the spores and not having trouble, and she realized who Ellie is. She's like, it's you. So obviously, she like she used this person used Nora used to be a firefly, so you can assume that the other people in that group are fireflies at this point. I think it's safe to assume that because that's the only way she'd know about Ellie. Yeah. Is and that if she was a firefly. Started to make a little more sense what happened in the beginning, uh, but you still just don't completely understand, like, you know, you, but you're What's starting to get here? why they knew. Like, at that point, you know she knows who Ellie is and – the first thing you think is probably Firefly. Right. And she asked her if she's a Firefly, and she says the Fireflies are no more. Uh, so something happened to the Fireflies, which we're gonna we're gonna get into. But yeah, I mean, she's clearly a Firefly. Um and she still won't give up Abby. You know, she still thinks Joel got what he deserved. She's like, think about what he did and how many people he killed. You know? Now, 
at this point in the game, that can mean one of two things. One, she knows she can mean how many people he killed by not allowing Ellie to, uh, by not allowing Ellie to, uh, I guess, die and be the cure, or how many people he killed when he left that facility. Either way, for the second time in this game, it is kind of said, but not said that Ellie already knew what he did. Right, it's kind of like they kind of give evidence that Ellie knows she doesn't. What yeah, he did. she doesn't seem to. It doesn't seem to shake her. Like she seems to be like, uh huh. Yeah, exactly. Like she already knows. Like she's yeah. like, yeah, I, right, whatever. I couldn't tell if she just didn't want to hear any excuses because she wanted to keep her rage strong and didn't want to like hear it, or if she already knew. At this point, that's what I was thinking. I didn't know which was which. I mean, technically, there's a, there's a third thing you could take. Like, you know, we know that Joel has killed a lot of people in his life. So maybe it's about that as well. So you can go with that, too. But I thought it was a like when she said that at this point in the game. And plus, not to mention, like, keeping in mind what we found out in Jackson or close to Jackson, that Ellie already knew there was something up with the Fireflies uh, because when she was in... uh what is his name? I forget it. It's it's the 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 guy who had the weed in the basement when they oh, were yeah, at his remember. facility, and she found out that he was a firefly. Ellie said, "I wonder if he's told anybody," which kind of denotes that she knows that the fireflies will be looking for them. Oh, good point. You good know? point. Yeah, you know. So that's that was the first evidence that they produced that would suggest that Ellie already knew what Joel did, right? So, like like Bob says, she doesn't really flinch at that or anything like that, and she won't give up Abby. And you have a pipe in your hand, and and, Joe, and Ellie, you know, it tell. Well, actually, Nora says, "Why would I tell you anything? I'm going to die." And Ellie says, "Easily, I can either make it quick, or I can make it way, way worse." Nora's not talking, and after that, like you get, like you know, you get like a square on your screen, and I'm like, I wonder if she, I can let her walk away. Like I, because I know if I hit this square, she's gonna hit her with the pipe. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, you have no choice. It, you you will not walk away from this. <laughs> and this scene was extremely powerful because it doesn't show you what's her name, Nora. Nora, yeah. It shows you Ellie while you're while you're 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 hitting square and beating her, and you see Ellie's face changing with each strike. And I mean. At that point, I was like, "Oh man, this feels a little, this feels a little weird," you know. Like I was like, "I hate this girl," but like, "Oh, this seems, whoo, like yeah, and that- it'd, it'd be facial." Exp- I'm sure I was making the same facial expressions that Ellie was too at the same time. Like it was, it was really powerful. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is a bit darker than you expect, especially from. From Ellie, but the thing is, like, you know, Ellie's not 14 anymore. You know, she's actually at this point, she's 18 and she's been through uh, quite the, the, the bit of trauma. And then also the way the scene is set up, like you're in the basement, uh, the, the, the lights are red and the lights are flashing like red as well. So it's actually one of the best, I want to say one of the best scenes in the game, to be perfectly honest with you, in terms of mood. It's definitely that they set up. It's definitely up there for sure. And the thing is, like, when you're hitting Nora, like, you you hear the sound of you hitting her, but she's also, like, still alive, right? She's making noise and crying, and she's hurt 
while you're hitting her. And after you do one hit, the whole thing goes to black. So at first, I thought you just killed her, right? You didn't get anything out of her. But you uh, you go back to the to the theater, and Ellie is shaken up. Like as she goes to knock on the door, like her hand is shaking, and she kind of has to like firm it up. And you go in, and she's covered in blood. And Jesse and Dina ask, "Is is that your blood?" And Ellie's like. She doesn't say what she did. She just said uh, that Nora talked and Abby's at the aquarium. Got a location on the map where Abby is. Yeah, she and was that's all shook she really up. says. She was shook up. And she goes, I made her talk. Like, she was yeah. shook up. Yeah, like, she she did not take that too well. So I guess she had, she had a, a long time to think about what she did on the way back. And, you know, Dina and they can, Jesse can both see that she's shaken up and Dina goes to help her in the back to get undressed and, you know, clean up and, and stuff like that. And she's kind of like on the verge of breaking down as she tells Dina what she did, you know. So, yeah, this is I think this is Ellie's. I mean, Ellie's killed people, right? She's killed infected. She's killed regular humans. But I, she's never really done something like this where she's tortured somebody to get information. That's something that Joel kind of would have did. Yeah, it's definitely new to her. Like she's killed when she had to fight her, you know, fight or flight. But right. this one, she brutally beat her to get the information out. And I've never done either of those things. So, like, but I'm assuming that this would feel worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So after this, we have another flashback to two years, and the flashback is actually going to St. Mary's Hospital. So at first, I thought they were going to do something with the fireflies, but then it said two-year flashback. I was like, okay, so this is after what happened. It's Ellie. Ellie went back to the hospital, and there's nobody there. She finds some documents that are actually about her, but I don't know if she immediately realizes that they're about her or not. Like, she doesn't say anything. She just kind of reads it, but she goes to the, to the room, to the operating room. And she finds a tape that confirmed that Joel lied. Most people have left already. I don't know which group I'm going to join. I was one of the ones that wanted to go after the smuggler and the girl. They said, even if we found her or by some miracle found someone else that's immune... It made no difference. Because the only person who could develop a vaccine is dead. So, the, yeah, the tape talks about basically, like, the, I guess there were a group of them that wanted to go after Joel and Ellie, but somebody else made a good point that it doesn't matter whether or not you went after Joel or Ellie because the only person who could make the vaccine is dead, and that's the doctor that Joel killed. So it didn't even make sense to go to go after them. And uh, yeah, Ellie finds this, and she finally has confirmation that Joel lied. But Joel does catch up with her at the hospital a little bit later. Uh, apparently, Ellie had left in the middle of the night and just left him a note so he knew where she was going. And now she's no- she knows that he's lying, and she makes him tell her the truth. The only person- Ellie! Here. 
hell were you thinking? Running off in the middle of the night like that. You talk to me. You don't just leave me a goddamn note. Tell me. What happened here? If you lie to me one more time, I'm gone. You will never see me again. But if you tell me the truth, I'll go back to Jackson. No matter what it is. Just say it. Joel. Making a vaccine would have killed you. So I stopped them. done. So, you know, she tells Joel, hey, tell me the truth. If you don't tell me the truth, I'm you'll never see me again. And Joel tells her, he's like, look, the only way to make the vaccine was for you to die. So I didn't let him do that. And yeah, she is like super upset about that. She's very hurt. She agrees to go back to Jackson, but she doesn't want to have anything to do with joel and that was two years ago she had promised she said tell me and i promise i will go back to jackson but if you don't i'm gone and you'll never see me ever again right exactly so yeah she's going back to jackson but she doesn't want anything to do with joel that's two years ago and this is probably the, the the breaking point where you know her and joel stopped really talking or communicating you know like they probably communicated as much as they had to but that was it yeah they weren't chubby chubby yeah like and this is this is why they their relationship was in the status it was at the beginning of the game so now we know yeah so yeah i mean that's that's it for seattle day two uh so we're gonna end this episode there uh and obviously in the next episode we're gonna get into seattle day three bob what are your thoughts i felt so bad for joel during this during this flashback i mean i just was just like oh god uh and ellie is so angry and just it was it was rough but like you know like i i like at this point i'm excited to see what's next you know cuz obviously she still loves 
Joel because she's she's on a path of re- of re of revenge. So what changed after this, or you know, how mad was she really? It was like you know, like I just want to I just want to know more and. We're getting closer and closer. I'm feeling like the next day I'm going to get to kill Abby finally. You know, I'm feeling good. And I also felt like I was kind of towards the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people felt that way, but we will <laughs> soon find out that that is not the case. Surprise, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that they finally, like I said, there was already evidence that Ellie already knew what Joel did, but at least they told us like now we know how she knew like it just came down to it like she she forced him into into telling her uh so i mean at this point i think pretty much all of the pieces are finally on the board for the game at this stage of the game you know that the people who came after joel were ex-fireflies or at least you have a good idea that they were ex-fireflies you know that ellie already knew that what Joel did to the fireflies and she was on the path to reconciliation with Joel. So she was getting, she was kind of okay with it with that. Oh, Joel, that Joel did it. And the way she reacted to them killing Joel, it wasn't like, well, he just got what he deserves. Like, no, you killed, you know, you killed like my friend, you killed my dad. It's good type of reaction. And she went after him to get revenge for Joel. Uh, you meet the Seraphites, you see how they are like, you know what, what they're about. So that that's there and you're getting a much better, a much better idea of who the WLF are and how they operate. And I think it was also fitting that they put this flashback in right after you beat Nora to, to, uh, to, to death, basically like, because she's thinking to herself, you know, why Nora was coming after Joel, you know, like, and she's like, was it the right thing? Was it the wrong thing? I don't like. She seems conflicted at this at this at this point and becoming more conf, more conflicted to a degree. I think she's just more conflicted about her action, what she did to Nora, because she could have just left Nora de- there and Nora would have died. She could have killed Nora fast. I think the fact that she tortured her for information is what she's struggling with, not the fact that she killed Nora, because she's still very much about killing Abby and killing everybody who, who who was involved in Joel's death. Yeah, she seems so, more dead set on killing Abby though than anybody else. Like, you know, she'll right. like she'll take them if she has to type of deal is what it feels like, but I think that's why they put that flashback in there cuz she's dreaming about it and just thinking about why they killed Joel. Right. Maybe well, like I said, next episode, we're going to dive into Seattle Day 3. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. If you want to keep up with what's going on on this show or The MASH Network, just follow us on Twitter, which is twitter.com slash The MASH Network. Bob, you want to give them your uh, social media info? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at blazon underscore Bob. And you could also, uh, I just recently started streaming once again. If you want to see me playing Games like WoW Classic or uh, Sea of Thieves or just whatever I kind of feel like playing. Um, been doing it pretty regular, like regularly, but I just do it for buddies, you know. So, like, it's been really right. neat. People stop in, say hi, catch up a bit. It's so it's been it's been 
pretty cool. But if you were it, interested in any of that, check me out on Twitch. It's just Blazing Bob. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Jostradamus. And you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mash those buttons and just give us a follow if you want to know when we go live. Uh, we have a Discord community at mash.gg slash Discord. We would love to, uh, you know, to have you there. And, you know, we have two Last of Us channels, so come in and discuss the game, what you thought, what you think of the show. Uh, also, we love to hear your comments and questions, so you can reach out via Discord or you can reach out via Twitter or if you want to email, contact at mash.gg. If you enjoy the show and you want to help us out, the best way to do that is to share the show with others and to rate and review the show on your podcast platform of choice. And if you want to take your support a bit further, you can support us on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash mash those buttons. And you can help support mash those buttons uh, starting at $1 a month and gain early access to content as well as exclusive content. We also have a Teespring store, which is teespring.com slash store slash mash those buttons. And you can drop us a Twitch sub if you want to support that way. And with that, we are done. I encourage you guys to stay tuned after the show here to hear more about mash those buttons. Thank you very much, and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at Mash.gg slash Discord. 